Listen, buddy, if you're looking for the diet frozen yogurt bar, it went out of business last summer. Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee and Comics Podcast. I am your host, the caffeinated Clinton Robison. Now, normally I'd be giving you kind listeners a coffee-sized breakdown of a comic, you know, usual little review. However, today I'm sitting down with one of the mayors of Dorkville. Who is that, you ask? Well, they are two brothers approaching middle age who have set out on a mission to create a new indie comic book series before one of them dies. Time's ticking. Will they achieve their goal? The odds are not great, but they'll give it their darndest. And those are their words, not mine, folks. That's the manifesto from their website. But enough preamble. Allow me to introduce the one mayor I have with me today, Mike Robison. No relation. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hey, thanks, Clinton. How are you doing, man? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm I'm blessed to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, anytime. I gotta I gotta support the new creators as well as the, uh, veterans. So, awesome. That's a great attitude. So you and your brother Christian are the mayors of Dorkville, correct? We are. Yeah, self-proclaimed. Uh, unchallenged dictators of the Dorkville community. Okay, then how did that get started? Well, uh, Christian and I kind of grew up, you know, looking at comic books, reading comic books, uh, doing the X-Men trading cards back in the 90s. Uh, it was just kind of all over the place. And we always would draw and sketch and... um it didn't really change once we uh, got older and got married and had families. We would hang out and uh, watch movies, and we would dream up these characters. Chris would sketch something. I would write a story, and um, and it went like that for uh, a long time. Uh, so uh, finally, Chris said, we got to do this or we got to stop saying we're going to do it. So um, at that moment, I had COVID-19 and I was on quarantine and stuck in a bedroom all by myself, isolated from my family. And I thought, well, I got nothing better to do. So I wrote a story that Chris loved and it just got his imagination rolling. He started, uh, started drawing and I was so impressed. And my wife was actually so impressed. She said, I'll, I'll seed you guys 700 bucks you put together a website and uh and that's really all i needed just her approval and we got the website going and decided to just go full bore at it cool cool especially like that story about turning covid-19 into a, you know a passion project <laughs> yeah yep 
So the book is called Champion, is that correct? It is. So so what we're starting out with is Champion Issue 0.5 and it's it's kind of a little taste. It's a what we call a pilot issue of what we want to turn into a larger um, original graphic novel later on in 2021. But it'll be about 32 pages, and uh, and it'll be a self-contained story, um, you know. But if we can build a fan base around it, if people like it and they respond to it, that that little story will launch something much, much bigger. Wow, I mean, 32 pages is pretty good for a, an introductory issue. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah, we're Chris is a machine, man. Um, the writing was easy. It, it the writing happened in a couple of days. Um, and Chris is using traditional media. Um, he has been an illustrator for a long time, actually. He's the one who's who's actually had his foot in the door um, in the art and, and comics and illustration community. Um, but he's doing traditional media, and he's pumping out two, two and a half pages a week with a full-time job. Wow. So he's doing awesome. Now, are these just black and white pages, or are they going to be colored in, in the long so, run? So we have kind of a plan A and plan B there. Uh, he's doing the pencil work. He's doing the inking and, um, and he's doing the lettering. He's doing all of that. Um, and we have a deadline for when we want to uh, print, you know, print our first issue, do our first run. If he is able to, to get ahead of his deadline a little bit, then he's going to start coloring it, um, starting with splash pages and then and then maybe the, the whole dang thing, the whole schmigaggle. Wow. I mean, doing pencils, inks, and lettering, this guy's a workhorse. Oh, my gosh, man. He is a pack mule. I, I can't believe it. He is I, – I, I may be, you know, kind of the – the mind behind the story and the media and all of that. But, uh, this guy is the gear, the cogs, the oil, everything. Wow. Okay. And, uh, what can you tell us about the story for champion? You know, without right, giving uh, away too many spoilers here. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to keep it spoiler free. Um, so champion, uh, explores the idea of uh, what if somebody like my brother or I, you know, in our mid thirties, we've kind of gotten over the uh, the idea that uh, we're going to be famous, that we're going to get discovered, you know, singing karaoke at a gas station or something, you know, like uh, you know, get discovered pumping gas, and we've finally settled into our lives. We've we've you know, decided to be happy. We've got awesome wives, awesome kids, good jobs, careers. But what if somebody at that point in their life, at their stride, had some tragedy befall them and was forced through that tragedy to suddenly become a superhero and the the defender or champion of the entire planet? Um, how would we cope with that? Um, especially us, uh, you know, softies, you know, I, you know, what kind of stress would that incur on us personally, on our relationships? So, um, not so much a coming of age story, more of a coming of middle age story. <laughs> and I think the angst is actually even a little bit deeper with that. Um, it's set in modern America where, uh, division is at an all time high reaching a breaking point, um, there's crime and violence. Um, 
but it's it's in such a way that uh, that if you keep your head down and you work hard and focus on your family, you can almost avoid the darkness. Um, unfortunately for our main character, Ben, um, and, and you might relate to this, if you know anything about our last name, we come from the Gun Clan uh, in Scotland. So his name is actually Ben Gunn, G-U-N-N. Um, his son, Max, is kidnapped by human traffickers. Um, and the police are doing their best, uh, led by Detective uh, Detective Marshal Cherith. Um, but they're falling short on finding any sort of clues or leads that can bring Mac, Max back home. Uh, but uh, just when Ben realizes that it's going to take a miracle, he has a very strange encounter with uh, a person named Sam who gives him the power uh, to, to bring his uh, family back together. Um, and that power, uh, if, uh, if we're able to take this beyond issue 0.5, um, that power given to Ben uh, could either be uh, the thing that the human race has needed um, to, to rebuild our hope um, and bring justice around the world, or it could actually bring about the destruction of the human race. Wow. Okay. Man. So is this more of an all ages friendly story or a little bit more toward like the PG 13 crowd? Um, so we're trying to write something that I would be okay with my teenagers reading. Um, so as far as, uh, uh, gore, it, man, me and Chris love shock. We love, I mean, like, you know, one of my favorite movies is the hitcher. So I couldn't help but write some gore into it. And Chris is doing a fantastic job with that. Um, but cussing, uh, uh, is to a minimum it's in there. Uh, but, uh, and then there are some, uh, sexual situations. So I would, I would rate it a PG 13. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, can't have everything for the kids, but yeah, you know, you don't want to hinder your creative streak there either. Speaking of creative streaks, who would you consider your influences as a writer? My influences in, in comics um, are probably Todd McFarlane. I was born in the eighties, started reading in the nineties and, and that's around the time that uh, that image and, and spawn became a thing. And um, I love me some spawn. I even really enjoyed the movie, um, and a lot of people didn't, but I, th- I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, I like Frank Miller, um, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, um, I was into the Indiana Jones, or sorry, I'll get into Indiana Jones in a second. I was into the uh, the uh, X-Men mid-90s trading cards uh, that were mostly based on Jim Lee's artwork um, and the... Uh, the animated series that came out of that. But, uh, my true love in comics, uh, is because of my grandmother. She collected on her own, not for me, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, the, the continuing adventures of Indiana Jones that started out at Marvel and, and went to dark horse in 1990. And when she passed away, she gave me the entire series that she had collected up to, up to that point. Um, and I honestly, like I am a dork and I could cry talking about that. Cause, uh, that was such a big, big moment for me. And, and I just got to show those to my boys, uh, 
yesterday and and enjoy those with them and so that's that's where it's at for comics otherwise um i i like writing short stories and novels and and c.s lewis uh has probably had the biggest impact in my life in that that genre uh everybody knows about the lion the witch and the wardrobe the chronicles of narnia series but some of his greatest works are just uh kind of out there and a lot of people not as popular a lot of people don't know about them the great divorce is excellent um the out of the silent planet trilogy is one of my favorite sci-fi trilogies I, i put it up there with like hal clement um or uh uh you know, Isaac Asimov. I mean, like it's the guy is just so versatile. He does so much stuff. And, uh, um, I've loved everything that he's written, even his nonfiction stuff, a grief observed problem with pain. Good stuff, man. Cool. And, uh, what about Christian's art? What would you compare it to? Um, I'd say that Christian is probably influenced most by Jim Lee. Um, same. He's just a couple of years behind me. Um, and, uh, uh, Jim actually puts out a lot of videos and stuff, tutorials and stuff on, on different techniques. And, uh, that's where Chris has picked up in the last 20 years. Um, you know, every time he, he watches one of those videos, he tries it out and he sends it all to the family. And he, you know, he, um, a few years ago taught, uh, a class from Michael's arts and crafts, um, on comic book drawing and, uh, that was, well, not just a few years ago, that's probably been six or seven years now, but, um, that was a lot, I think really inspired by, by the Jim Lee, uh, late eighties, early nineties style, you know, big shoulders, small heads. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And what can you tell me about the Kickstarter for champion? All right. So, uh, the plan is to start that Kickstarter on December 1st. And it's actually a program that Kickstarter has called Quick Start. Uh, we thought that that would be right up our alley being kind of new entries into the uh, indie comics world. With the Quick Start, we get a 20-day 20, 20 campaign. So from December 1st to December 20th, um, our uh, cap that we can ask for, our pledge goal, is $1,000. But we can, we can go past that and, and certainly hope that we do. Um, and, uh, we've, uh, it, with that, the reward cap is a $50 reward. So you can have anything from zero to $50. So, um, being citizens of Dorkville, uh, the rewards are, are themed that way. Um, and, uh, um, we, uh, have a $2 reward. We just call it the, uh, the flyover, you know, um, it's just somebody seeing the town saying, oh, that's kind of nice. I'd like to stop there sometime. I'm going to give them two bucks. Uh, then there's a $5 reward uh, that gives you a free PDF of the comic, um, as well as a thank you in the, uh, in the final product on a, on a special thank you page. Um, I think the next one's 15. That's a signed physical uh, of the comic, um, autographed by Christian and, and I. And... Um, uh, thank you on, in, on the uh, thank you page in the comic. Our $35 tier comes with uh, the PDF, the floppy, the um, 
the oh you get a print um of the the cover art um which is awesome it's ben holding a mallet that he beats the crap out of some human traffickers with um and he's all splattered in blood and then uh uh you get that the thank you and then i think a 50 dollar one if i remember correctly is all of that plus a uh a 12 month calendar of uh of unsettling yet PG uh, rated pictures of Christian and I just doing Dorkville stuff. <laughs> okay. And uh, where can they find this Kickstarter? Uh, well, um, I'm still, it's still in review right now, actually, to be honest with you, but uh, um, it's just going to be Kickstarter. If you search for the project itself, it'll just be champion issue 0.5 um so uh you can also find out more about the kickstarter at our website www uh, sorry www.mayorsofdorkville.com or the facebook page facebook.com slash mayors of dorkville and i'm actually in the process of creating an event through the mayors of dorkville facebook page um where it'll have a link to that uh to the Kickstarter page. So you can just go to the event, hit the link, and it'll pop up that Kickstarter page when we're ready. Awesome. All right. Well, I've just got a few more questions for you, but they are uh, a little bit different. Uh, veteran listeners of the show will know okay. exactly what these <laughs> questions are, but uh, they might come as a little bit of a surprise for you. There's no real wrong answers. They just kind of let listeners know a little more about you. Okay. Okay, so first of all, here on the Coffee and Comics podcast, we do support beverage of choice. So what would you consider your beverage of choice? Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero. Hmm. Okay. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty original for this. So. <laughs> okay, moving on from there. Betty or Veronica? Oh, oh shoot! I gotta grab one of my Archies. Um, uh, I'm gonna say Veronica. Veronica's the redhead, right? Uh, Veronica's uh, brunette, the rich one. Oh, okay. So uh, Betty's the the redhead. Betty's. Blonde, I have to say yeah. Betty because my wife's a redhead. Ah, okay. Okay, so I bet I already know the answer to this one, but Wolfman Perez Teen Titans or Claremont Burn X Men. Uh, X-Men. <laughs> Alrighty, so... Though I did I did Ooh. love that Nick Cage got to be Superman in the Teen Titans Go movie. That uh, that was a big win for, for the Dorkville, uh, mayors of Dorkville and, and all citizens. <laughs> Alrighty, so which comic book character or series is most in need of an animated or live action adaptation? Oh, goodness. Uh, Lobo. I think Lobo needs to to have a movie hard R. Um, sorry to the family friendly audience, but uh, that would rake in piles of cash. Hmm. Okay. Now, who do you consider the villain most in need of decaf? Um, well, I'm going to suspect that it's probably uh, probably going to be The Rock's Black Adam. <laughs> The Rock needs decaf anyway. 
So, who is the best super pet? Um, oh gosh, okay. Um, probably, uh, it does Groot count as a pet? <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, if you've got to, if you've got to water them and put those little fertilizer pellets, uh, in his dish, then, then I'd say, yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, Superman has the dog. That's cool. There, there was a DC, uh, uh, Justice League pets, and there were there was a squirrel in that one that was pretty cool. So, who wins in a fight, Mighty Mouse or the George Reeves Superman? Oh, dude, uh, I I would say Mighty Mouse, man. Um, yeah, he's gonna save the day. He's on his way. <laughs> All right, one last question for you. Would you prefer a lifetime of cheap comics, but Doctor Doom owes you? Or sorry, would you prefer a lifetime of cheap comics, but Doctor Doom has a grudge against you, or comics are highly expensive, but Doctor Doom owes you a favor? Oh dang! Um, I think uh, I think probably the second one, Doctor Doom owes me a favor uh, because. Uh, uh, I mean, who doesn't want to to have uh, uh, Von Doom in their in their debt? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there there are a million things I would love to have him do for me. All righty. Well, I do appreciate you taking time out of your day to join me here. I always enjoy helping indie creators, especially getting the word out about their comics, and I extra especially like to think that I might be able to help somebody just starting out. Man, I, I think that you already have. I really appreciate your, uh, your time today, Mr. Robison. <laughs> hey, just cause I'm older than you doesn't mean I'm a mister. <laughs> All right. So before you go, please let listeners know where they can find you guys and remind them one more time about your website. All right, so uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mayors of Dorkville. Probably have an Instagram in the works soon. It's just uh, with a full-time job, the socials are hard to keep up with. Um, but the website is where it's at, www.mayorsofdorkville.com. Go to that website. There's some awesome merch, including original artwork by Christian Robison. And uh, sign up there. You can officially become a citizen of Dortville by hitting the Citizens tab, and you're going to get uh, uh, discounts and freebies and all sorts of good stuff uh, if you do that. All right. Yeah, I highly encourage everybody. Go check it out. I mean, what's it going to hurt, folks? You're going to look at some art anyway. Go check it out. You'll be glad you True did. Story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty, and this is where I will take a quick promo break and be back with listener feedback. Star Trek. Comic books. Mythology. Video games. Toys. Star Wars. Just about any geeky topic you can think of could be covered on the Hammer Podcast, presented by Two True Freaks. Come join me, Gene Hendricks, 
for whatever my disjointed mental processes can come up with. And be careful, or you might just learn something before we're done. The Hammer Podcast is available monthly, both on its own iTunes feed and at twotruefreaks.com. Hey everybody, thanks for sticking with me. This is the feedback portion, obviously, where I thank all of you for liking, sharing, all that fun stuff. So, last episode, as a reminder, was the interview with Sam Johnson and a look at Geek Girl coverage. This got likes, shares, favorites, retweets, all those fun things. Over on Twitter, we got all that from Chris Lydon, Charlton Hero, Chris Stados, Chris at BTON Bet Books, Baby Skeletor, Green Lantern HG, Comics in the Golden Age, Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, Sam Johnson himself, Laurel, Max Reads Comics, Longbox Crusade, Delvin Williams, Miss Punisher, Donald and Washington Conversations John Jennings, that is one heck of a name, and C.H. Over on Facebook, we got all the likes, shares, and such from Gene Hendricks, Pat Sampson, Tim Price, Hal Jordan, Jerry Green, and Al Sedano. As a quick note, I probably said uh, Geek Girl number 6 a lot in the episode. Sam had to remind me uh, via DM that it was Geek Girl number 7 I was giving the plots for. So, yeah, sorry there, folks. But, uh, yeah, anyway, Rick from uh, Unpacking the Power of Power Pack said it was another good episode. So, thank you, Rick. And Green Lantern HG says, Clinton, my friend, you did an amazing job with this interview. That's the best way to get to know Geek Girl, and I love Sam's picks for who should star in the movie. That I now want made. But I'll settle for a next Netflix series. Well, you know, I wouldn't mind that either, Green Lantern HG. That sounds like a pretty fun show. So, that about wraps it up. I want to thank Mike for joining me again. I, I know I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. Don't worry, I will get back to the comic reviews in the next episode, I promise. So, until the next episode, this is the place where the comics are never too old and the coffee is never too cold. This has been a Coffee and Comics production. All material referenced herein is copyright the respective owners and is believed covered under fair use. Feedback can be left by emailing coffeeandcomicspodcast at gmail.com, visiting the website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com, or on Twitter at coffeecomicsblg.
This has been a Coffee and Comics production. All material referenced herein is copyright the respective owners and is believed covered under fair use. Feedback can be left by emailing coffeeandcomicspodcast at gmail.com, visiting the website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com, or on Twitter at coffeecomicsblg. Thank <laughs> you.